Welcome to the Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast, a podcast where we're seeking to lead change while also seeking to understand. We are also here as a platform for leaders to come together to unite to develop and empower other leaders in the areas of business, family, and community. I'm your host, Lafayette Lane, joined by my co-host, John LeBron. And tonight, we do not have any special guests because this is a special episode. Tonight is episode 100. And tonight, we are just simply talking about John and I's road to 100, the road to 100 episodes. Man, what a journey. What a journey. Amen. Yeah. Man, so let's let's start here, bro. Like, first of all, did you ever think that we would get to 100 episodes? Yeah. So I never, when we started the, the podcast, I never thought about how many we would get to. Mm. But I also never doubted that we would be consistent. So mm-hmm. by default, we would eventually get to episode 100. But I don't think we ever started as a let's just try it out and see what happens. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good that's a great answer. I think I would agree with that. Um, 100 episodes <laughs> in my mind starting off. Let's just start. Let's get this thing going and see where it goes. You know, you have these lofty ideas in your mind, but neither one of us are expert podcasts. We didn't really know what we were doing. Those of you that have, you know, been with us, a part of our unscripted family, those of you that may be new, maybe you don't know, our platform didn't always look like this. Um, Go back to episode one, which is still our second most popular episode to this day, which is pretty amazing. Uh, If you go back to episode one and look at those first 10 or so episodes, you'll see the transition from episode one to 100. And we're calling this the road to 100 because it's literally been a journey, man. Would you would you agree, bro? Like, what? How how's the journey been for you? Oh my goodness, it's been amazing. So, you know, we started with the purpose of let's talk about important things and help people level up their leadership. Mm-hmm. But the coolest part has been how much I feel like we've been able to level up our leadership, man, by starting this process. It's mm-hmm. not just been about, it has been about giving value and content for everyone else. But what I didn't think about was how much value I would get from putting together that content for everyone else. So our leadership has leveled up. My communication has leveled up. All the areas have been, have been better since we started. Yeah, It's, it's been a great journey. Absolutely. As I reflect back, I think initially it was um, what can we provide our audience? And of course, that's still always the goal, giving mm-hmm. the best value and in interviewing the guests. But I did not know or did not understand how much I would grow personally from the podcast. Um, we, you know, personal development is a part of the fiber, the DNA of our podcast. And um that was more so from an outlook perspective of what could we give but man i i did all everything that you're saying about personally development just in every area because we've had so many different types of guests mm-hmm. on the show that have helped us in every area of our life and i think that because we have grown i think our audience has grown with us and it truly does feel like a a family um we say that all the time and i think 
the fiber of our podcast again is that authenticity piece. Yeah. We've never changed. We've never flipped. We've always been the same, even though we've grown. We've expanded our perspectives. We've grown. We we may have changed some perspectives that we had before. You know, our outlook may be different on some things. But at the end of the day, we are still who we are. We still have the same core values, the same, you know, moral values and things like that. And so we didn't change. We improved. Mm. Right. So I heard that a long time ago. Everybody, I heard a leader once say, I hate the word change because Mm. someone says, all you got to do is change. And you'll vent. He goes, no, because that signifies that you are not good enough as you are, how God created you. to achieve what you want you don't have to change you just have to improve you just have to constantly level up one day at a time wow that's so golden wow because we don't have to change who we are we're just constantly getting better Hmm. i like that i I like that what would you say as far as you mentioned uh i believe you said the your our perspectives had changed Mm -hmm. what would you say for you personally what perspective made the biggest adjustment over 100 episodes. This may sound I don't you know interesting or weird, I'm not sure. Um my perspective of people because of the variety of people that we've had on the show, I've learned to embrace everyone doesn't have to think like me, everyone doesn't have to be me, everyone doesn't have to necessarily believe what I believe. It doesn't change what I believe, it doesn't change what I do. But having that other perspective from other people from walks of life, it has changed my perspective of how I view people. I feel like <clears throat> I'm more understanding because of the different stories. I mean, we've had people on our show, guests on our show, rather, that have been incarcerated for 10 plus years. Then we've had people that are multimillionaires, people that have been, you know, homeless, people that have been that don't have um ligaments have been in explosions and just so many different perspectives learning that the world is more uh broad mm-hmm. broader than what you read than what you see or who you interact with on a day-to-day basis some of these people i would probably never run across with you know just in my circle you know what i mean if we didn't have them on the show it's not somebody i would even think to connect with but for me that has challenged me and it has helped me grow in connecting with people and engaging with people and just being more understanding of people in general. Very cool. What about you, bro? Like, what do you think as far as you, like how's your perspective has been challenged on this road? Yeah. So it's funny because my word for 2021 was perspective. I mm. wanted to, I used to get told a lot that people feel like I wasn't empathetic. Mm. and enough empathetic enough like i didn't care that kind of thing okay and so i thought okay i got tired of hearing it so i said let me focus more on perspectives of everybody else what they're thinking what they're feeling where they come from and what i've realized is i could add a little bit of empathy sure but a lot of people were confusing empathy with sympathy and i had this talk with my wife the other day i said look i feel i can understand i try to understand where someone's coming from but it doesn't mean I feel sorry for them all the time in circumstances because feeling sorry doesn't help anybody out. I can't help them if I'm feeling sorry for them. Mm-hmm. And I can't help them more by them feeling sitting there and crying with them. But I can be empathetic to their spot and go, help yeah. them get through it. But to answer your question more more exact, yeah. 
the uh, the perspectives was, you know, I grew up in a pretty conservative family. When I say conservative, I mean like business type of like non. Yeah, sometimes when I say conservative, some people think like non-progressive, and they confuse the two a little right, bit. Right, right. Like we should be progressing as a society. That's mm-hmm. not what conservative values doesn't mean. That it's typically like we hold these Christian values. We those types of things. We like standing to truths, not yep. standing to not changing. Which, but that, mm. I'm not going to get in the whole thing about that word being hacked and taken apart. But, but anyways. But what yep. I've learned though is there's amazing. I, so I would I would think used to think like if someone's super liberal, they probably believe this way all the time. They're mm-hmm. not very businessy. That yep. kind of thing. If someone's super conservative, they they're probably very businessy, um, philanthropy, that kind of deal. What yeah. I've learned by meeting with so many various successful people in different walks, and I mean when I say successful, I mean different people. Let's just say with business success, we've met people in all kinds of different successful lives, not just in business and financially. Let's just yep. take financial and business ways. They have all kinds of belief systems. Some are Christians, some are not. Mm-hmm. Some have other religious beliefs that I don't even understand very well. Some have no religious beliefs. Right. Some are super liberal in their belief systems. I would I would think by a few questions. Some are super conservative. And so I don't what I've learned through all that is honestly, all great people. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really matter. Because the one thread for all of the, all those people was they just wanted to help people. They wanted people to be better. They wanted this country to be better. They want the world to be better. And so does it really matter? Which, as Lafayette always says, is we got a left wing and we got a right wing. But the problem is it's all part of the same bird. And so, <laughs> you know, the, it doesn't, what I've learned over time is it doesn't matter if someone's left wing or right wing or center or however you want to call it, alt right, alt left, halfway mm-hmm. through, whatever, you know, pretzeled yep. around. So some people say I'm conservative in my business and liberal, progressive in my social right. views, whatever. Right. I I just gotten to where I just don't pay attention to that anymore. So I really don't identify with one spot, but it's been because when I've met with so many people and they've wanted the same thing, they wanted the same type of mission. In a general sense, the reason they're doing it is to help more people. Sure. I've realized it doesn't matter what their political views are. It just all that matters is what they're trying to do to help people. And all the successful people have in common is they just act. They really want to help everybody. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think (laughs) we, we kind of say that when people ask us about our story, that sometimes we look at things two different ways, but we have that same goal in mind. I think that's what you're alluding to, that it's the same goal. We may, you know, you may take 75, I may take 70, whatever, but we're going to get there at at the end of the day to the same destination. I I think another thing for me, as I'm just thinking and listening to what you were saying on this road to 100 about podcasting and just getting into this industry in general, what you think is going to make you successful, you find out it's the total opposite. What I mean by that is if I can get somebody on the show that has a hundred thousand followers, then our show's going to (laughs) explode. If we can get an A list, what we call an A list Mm -hmm. 
celebrity or A-list athlete or A-list entrepreneur. If we can get Damon John from Shark Tank. If we can get LeBron James, our show is going to be the number one podcast in the world. What we've come to find out is that some of the best shows and some of our most um, highest performing shows, and what I mean by highest performing is not necessarily just numbers, but what people really got out of it the most were some people that had a, less than a thousand followers <laughs> or 1500 followers in social media world. That may not be a lot that may not get you a blue verified check mark on Facebook or Instagram. But for us, what we found out is that those people were genuinely trying to build relationships with us. There's relationships that we've built with people on the podcast that go beyond our show that are lifetime friends, that are lifetime connections that we can literally pick up our phone and call them. And people that have that clout and access and res more resources than we do, they don't have that access that we do. And we never sought that out. We never sought out starting this, that we wanted to be you know, a spotlight. We want to have this and this and this. It was through organic relationships that I've learned that if you learn how to genuinely connect with people, and not look at the, we, you know, it's the old, the first grade adage, don't judge a book by its cover. If you don't judge people by their cover, uh, well, if we have this person, they're really going to, you know, just blow us up. That's judging the book by its cover. And I've been guilty of that because what I found out is that some of the people that you think that are going to share and really engage after they've come on the show, you know, they really don't do that. And that's not to, um, to down anybody or be condescending, but just stating the facts on our journey. I can't speak for mm -hmm. everybody else, but just building those genuine, genuine connections and the relationships, bro, it, it is just, it's, it's priceless. And mm -hmm. for those of you that may be looking to going into podcasting, I would tell you to check your motive, check your motive, because if you have the wrong intent and the wrong motive, and you're trying to just be a Joe Rogan overnight, whatever, you know, whoever you think is popular, you won't make it to 100 because you'll get burnt out real quick. As John said at the beginning, we were consistent. We started this August of 2020 and we're at 100 episodes. Now we're in April 2022. So you can do the math on that. That'll tell you right there how we've been on the grind and just on this road to 100. And I don't want to keep going, bro. So you jump in, man. You're good, man. We haven't missed any weeks. Yo. And it's funny you mentioned that we have good relationships because as we're talking right now, my cell phone, I got a message from Dontel Antonio sitting on there right now. It's a, I don't know what it says, but he's a guest we had a few weeks ago. And here's yeah. what's cool. Without this show, <laughs> I never would have met him yep. most likely and had a conversation slash text back and forth because yeah. we come from such different walks of life. I grew up in a desert which is basically like living in a farm country, but right. in, with just dirt. He grew up in, I'm pretty sure it was Chicago. Chicago yeah. And I'm pretty sure he said it was in the hood. And yeah. so, you know, I grew up very sheltered. He grew up basically on his own from a young age. Mm -hmm. I had a sort of soft life, I would say. He did not. I mean, yeah. we just, we're not even in the same ballpark of growing up. So it's so cool yeah. that I'm sitting here, I'm like, my phone flashes and i say huh i sent him a message earlier and he's just responding back and i'm like yeah. this is awesome so <laughs> yeah it's cool what would you say is that was the hardest part so far for you most challenging mm, that's a good question man <laughs> the most challenging part for me hmm. 
you know, I guess it goes back to the, to the why. Just really knowing your purpose. Um, because just to be very honest, for a while, in the beginning of our podcast, I felt like we were struggling. And I think we've talked about this many times. Um, and it was it was hard sometimes to be like, I don't understand why this is not clicking. I don't understand why we're not having the, hey, we just recorded one episode. Why don't we have 15,000 downloads? <laughs> you know? Um, and so I, I think that was hard, but I, I kind of want to flip it like you did for me. Instead of saying it was hard, I, I think it was part of that development. It was needed. It was needed. Um, it was a part of that developmental process and to really understand to bring value to people and you have to find your right audience. Sometimes it takes time. And I'm not a very, I'm not a very patient person by nature. I'm just not. And so that is, that can be very hard for me at times um, to trust the process, trust, trust, trust. I think my word for 2022 is trust, John. You talk about your word and your challenge. I think for me, I will say, I know for me, God was really putting me in a place to start trusting different processes more because I'm a person that likes to be in control. And you, you, you know, be, you and I are both alpha males. So, you know what I mean? We want to do what we want to do and, you know, how we want to do it and things like that. And when you feel like your hand, you're losing that grip on it, it can be hard. It can be challenging. And so we're not, I'm not in that place now. We're not in that place now. I mean, our podcast is literally growing leaps and bounds every month. The past year, it's just been, it's been crazy. And I still don't feel like we've even scratched the surface. And I, I think that you can concur with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that was, that was hard for me. That was challenging, but it was necessary. It was necessary for me. What, what was, what was challenging or what was hard for you? Um, and to, and I'm going to answer that. Yeah, ahead, so yeah, people yeah. know her perspective on what Lafayette's saying is, we didn't have so month three. Well, maybe it was month two or three. We had like 40 downloads, 42 or something. <laughs> it wasn't anything incredible. We started off with like a hundred and then we went, it dipped right after that. We realized mm-hmm. we had a friends and family round of everybody who was interested or curious to what we right. were doing. And then it went to 40 and then it went to like 45, then 60. It took us until the next spring to get a hundred in one month. And it right. took us to July to have a some total of a thousand downloads. Yep. I remember being on vacation. We got it. I'm like, yes, we have a thousand. But we do that <laughs> yep. every month now. I mean, yep. over that. And so this we'll have ten thousand downloads in a couple months. Yep. And so it's just and we're not even close to where we want to be. We want that every month. Yep. And it's but it's not about Absolutely. the downloads. So chasing downloads is like chasing likes. You don't mm-hmm. put the content out because you want to like. You put it out That's there because you want value. And over time, you'll get more likes because people find you. Yep. We didn't do this for the downloads. We did this to give good value. I would say the hardest part for me was probably, man, it really wasn't being consistent because I loved doing it. Yeah. And the only the only thing I've ever been good at is being consistent. My wife says it all the time. She's like, you're the most consistent person I know. I'm not consistent in like working out. That's I'm terrible at. But in something I believe in, like, yeah. I just, the consistency is not hard. And I when Lafayette texted me in July when I was on vacation, yep. said, hey, that 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 podcast, we, I think we've been talking about, I think we should do it. 
it wasn't like we had an on. I don't remember having an ongoing conversation. I just know we talked about it. And I said, all right, let's do it. And then we had a meeting. And I remember sitting at a uh, at a restaurant, a small restaurant with like we get wings and stuff. Yeah. And I said, hey, I got a vision that can go with this. And I drew out this thing and you just smiled and said, looks good. <laughs> and I don't know if that did anything or not. And we probably aren't even on the exact same vision, but it was important that we had one. Yeah. And it was so, at Frickers. Frickers. There you yeah. go. And <laughs> so, and that was sort of how we launched and the yep. 30 minute launch. And so, yeah. but and a lot of that vision is probably similar to what we have now, man, the hardest part I would say for me was probably time management Mm. just balancing things with you know if people don't know my parents have another company that i do a lot a lot of work for and my kids and i coach my kids because it's important to me all those things that's been difficult and that's about it now when you said trust i have a question about that yeah so you said trust this came to mind how Uh hard was it for real yeah when working with me and we started divvying up sort of you do this you do this how hard how hard was that because i remember so (laughs) this is funny i've never told you this when we first started the podcast lafayette did an episode and he introed it and stuff and i said hey and i I was only asking this out of genuine curiosity i'm like so how do you want to do episodes going forward do you want to just intro them all or do you want or i said do you want to swap the intro kind of thing i'll do an intro you do an intro and he goes oh we can't i said or do you just want to do them all he goes oh yeah let's do that and i was like lafayette feels good about the intro part and i was totally cool because honestly his speaking was way superior than mine Oh no, no, and so i was but it was really like how are we supposed to do this because i want to prepare for next week accordingly And uh, you said, I like to have control, but you said, and I thought yeah, maybe yeah. that was the, the thing. But what, how hard is it with us to trust this sort of the, hey, you do this part, I'll do this part, and it'll come together at the level that I'm hoping for? Yeah, I think, I think for me, I've had to learn you don't have to be Superman. Mm-hmm. And it takes a level of humility um, to say, this is a partnership, this is a brotherhood, this is a relationship, and I can trust John. Those of you who have not read The Speed of Trust, please do this, Mm. Uh, read that, because what I'm getting ready to say comes from that. I can trust you because I know you're competent and I know your track record. Mm -hmm. And I always knew that. I just didn't know how to apply those principles, right? Mm-hmm. At all times. Um, because I'm a, I, I got it type of person. I got it, right? I'll, I'll do it. Um, I mean, what I do for a living, I solve problems, I do that. So in, in, in some ways it, it helps me, but sometimes it could be my biggest uh, setback. You know, your biggest strength can sometimes be your biggest weakness and relinquishing that control in even our, in our relationship those of you that are listening to this, I don't mind saying it because, you know, this is the authentic leadership podcast. And so I love John, like my, my own brother. He's, he's one of my best friends of the world. And he's a brother from another mother. Uh, mm-hmm. I can see. Um, but that was hard, bro. And I had to learn um, that just because you relinquish a 
part of something, you don't lose value. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, if I let John do this, then what am I going to do? If I let do this, mm-hmm. then it takes something away from me. No. And I had to realize that's, that's, that's an insecurity, mm-hmm. you know, and to be secure enough to understand. And I really want to emphasize that partnership that we are here to complete, not to compete. So if John does this, this is what John does well. Let John do that. And if John's offered me this assistance, I'll let him do that and vice versa. Um, because I can never think of a time where, you know, I say I'll do this and this, whatever. And you have like been like, no, bro, nah, nah, nah. you never have said that. That's been me. And so I definitely <clears throat> will, you know, here to own up to that and apologize for all of those times, man. I feel like I'm doing better. I feel like I'm doing better with that, but I know I still have a ways to go, but I understood and I understand that as we grow, there are certain things that I'm not going to be able to continue to do just like you. And we've had conversations about what those things are, but I've understood that the currency of life is relationships. Uh And if you don't have that, you don't have anything. But in order to have that relationship, we have to have trust. And so, bro, I trust you. I know that you are competent. I know you're my brother. You're co- and if you want to do some intros, man, listen, go right <laughs> ahead. Because listen, no, I don't. Now, those people that maybe listen to this, that you are a person that you feel like you got to do every single thing, that is when burnout will come in. That is when, okay, can do I want to do this? And it's not that you're tired of doing a thing. It's your own fault, right? And so those of you that may be listening to this, learn from me as I'm learning that not just in the podcast, it has spilled over in every area of my life. It's okay that I allow my wife to do this. My wife asks me all the time, let me do that. And I'm like, no, I got it. And I have to learn to let her help, let her do this. It's a partnership and relinquish that control. I promise you, you'll go further faster if you have somebody to do that better, to do that with you instead of doing it by yourself. So I hope that answers your question, bro. Mm-hmm. No, and I have no desire to do intros. I did one with have, you guys are hearing an episode coming up where I did an intro because of, to a surprise for Lafayette. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. thoroughly Stay butchered it. So yeah, I don't have it memorized like he does. I have no interest. It was literally a, a genuine comp question to see how I should prepare for the next week. I was not yeah. interested. I was just when you said that, it brought me back to the moment. And yeah. no, I, I, it's not like something I ever think about. It was 99 <laughs> episodes okay. ago. So no, we are good. We are so good. Okay. But, you know, one thing I did learn yeah. is that trusting someone else to do something, you'll often find that they have a strength in that so mm-hmm. much superior than you do. So mm-hmm. when we first started, we would both edit clips. Yeah. yeah. And I would do them all the time. And I remember you sending me something once I was, I remember doing some website stuff and I was doing a clip stuff and I was trying to get some guests and you sent me a message like, and it was something along the lines of, Hey bro, you don't have to do it all. I'm here too. And uh-huh. I was like, okay. And I remember I was up to like one o'clock in the morning, like multiple nights. It's like, got to hammer this out. Right. I was just putting yeah. too much focus and it's because we were so bad at we, I mean, we, not that we were bad. It took so much time because we weren't yeah. fluent in editing. Mm-hmm. And finally yeah. I said, you know, and then Lafayette yeah. was editing videos and I noticed our our editing was pretty close. We were learning new things. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. his just sl- slowly started getting better faster than mine was. Mm. And eventually I thought, why am I d- me, me doing these edits, which I hate. 
and he seems to enjoy the journey of learning that his are getting so much superior me doing this is slowing down his growth because uh-huh. i'm like oh i got this one i got this one and it's slowing me down I yeah. could take this effort and go find better guests, mm-hmm. go build better outside relationships to come on the show, which is some networking, something I've always been okay at. Yeah. I thought so. Once we did that, our guests got way better. Our audio, our clips are way, go look at the old clips. If they're bad, they were mine. The clips oh, I had some bad ones too. And I, I, I want to go back and really delete all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just me saying Lafayette can do this. And now, Gosh, some, somebody asked us once, who does your clips? I said, the good one's Lafayette, the bad one's me. Because no, I don't no, do them very often, but no, every no. now and then I'll throw one in because I had a random idea that I thought was funny. And that was it. And I just like, as you say, I've relinquished it. And it's just been a burden <laughs> off me. And I'm like, he is so much better at this than I am. No, 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 no. What's been your favorite part of 100 episodes? Like, what's been the most fun part to you? The most fun part? Outside of being able to do it with my brother, being able to see what God put in your head in reality. <laughs> and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry tonight, but um it is it's it's a different type of feeling to where you're like, man. I can't get through this door. I don't have this opportunity. I feel like I have something to say. I feel like I have something to offer to the world that is going to bring value, that is going to change someone's life. And you don't necessarily feel like you're in that place or you may have those seasons and those moments, but it's not consistent. But then God says, here's your own platform where you can use your voice anytime, anywhere, and literally be heard around the country. Mm-hmm. Like when when we say it's not about downloads, it's not about numbers, it's not about that. But it is an affirmation and a confirmation to when you see that your second most area of downloads is in England. Yeah. That that that's not a fluke, right? Because your first couple is like, oh, that's just you know they probably just tuned in. They're like, wait a minute, we're at episode one hundred. They're tuning in every week. And we had a we had a kind of a joke for a while, I told John, because we have been heard on six of the seven continents, except for Africa. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my motherland, what's going on with my homeland of Africa. Now, you know, I've never been there. Those of you that know me and listen to me know I'm, I'm joking. I, I am a black man, so I know I have some roots. I've never <laughs> done, never done Ancestry.com. But so but um, but now you can see, hey. We've got some listeners over in Africa that are consistently tuning in and we've got some relationships in Australia. So the, the, the funnest part for me is to see the, not that you need a confirmation of what God has told you or what God has shown you, but kind of an affirmation that, yeah, you're, you're in the right pocket, you're in the right vein. And that is just, it, it, it sparks me um, because I am a preacher but that's not who I am. That's what I do, right? I'm not the most comfortable person in front of camera. I'm not the most talkative person. <laughs> People that know me, I don't talk that much, Mm-mm. you know? And so for me, it's kind of been fun seeing myself develop even more, even more recently. Like I would tweet out a lot of things like I would say in my notes or I put in my phone, or I put it on our page or put it on my page. But more recently, it's like, hey, 
instead of putting out as a tweet, put it out as an Instagram reel and to see that people will listen and tune in, not because of me or not because of you, but because we have something to offer that is literally changing people's lives, literally changing people's lives that, yeah, we may not have a million followers. We may not have a million subscribers on YouTube yet. But there are there's something that you can't take away from a person, and that is the experience that they have had. <laughs> we have had experiences that will last as a lifetime. That even when this podcast is over, even when we've moved on to our leadership company and we've done entrepreneur venues and ventures, and you know, done and moved on to greater things, we will look back on this and say, "Wow, what we started as just a conversation over lunch." It literally took it to the world. So that for me, it just makes my heart glad. It makes my heart glad to hear even my family members that have said, hey, I tuned into this episode that you guys have for financial da da da. My dad told me the other day, I'm like, I'm shocked. You know, he's like, yeah, I was listening to, I think it was Roy Douglas or some other financial person we had on. He was, they were saying some really good things that I'm going to apply to my finances. And it's not always something that's come from me or something from you. It could be something from the guests, but just to know that we're giving value, that's the fun part for me. Like, and just to be our authentic self, to be our real self. Like, I feel like I can be myself on here and bring my full self. We say certain things, <laughs> you know, it may be funny. We've had some tough times, but it's been fun. And I just can't wait to see what the next 100 has in store. What's been fun for you, bro? Man, the journey, just the growth. Yeah, man. Just just the understanding that leadership is something that we're both passionate about and personal mm -hmm. development yeah. and just seeing the start to the now and how much we've grown, how much we've changed. It's crazy. And also I have two kids and so they see everything. I did an episode with my son Yeah, I and, That's crazy. and I had so many people who I know said, I did not know they listened to the show. They're like, hey, yeah. I, I listened to the show with your son. It was cute. And I said, well, it was a little impromptu because what I was going to do, I had to change it. And they <laughs> said, wow, it was so good. I'm thinking, I did, had no clue that you yeah. watched it. My wife will go meet up with old friends and she'll say, I love John's podcast. I listen to it every now and then. And I thought, Amazing. no kidding. And so it's just, <laughs> it's just interesting because, guys, when you start whatever you're starting, you're going to be nervous because yeah. you see you and everybody and you think everybody in your community sees you as John, the dork from high school or John, mm. the guy that plays soccer or John, the network marketing guy that I used to be, that kind of thing. That's what they yeah. see you as. And so you think I'll start a podcast, but who people don't see me as leadership guy. People don't see me as podcaster or whatever you want to do. This is my story. What I've learned is when you stay consistent in what you're doing, people start to see you in that light. They forget about old you or they just dismiss old you. And now it's John, the leadership guy, John, the yeah. podcasting guy, John, the family man who loves to post about his son and his, his goal scoring and all the things that he does. Yeah. That's who people will see you as. It's not the old you. It's the new you who you've accepted and you've yeah. decided to walk forward into They'll see it, but you've got to see it first and just take those steps and be be completely convicted in what you're doing. And yeah. people will use will see that as well. But until you're convicted, they're not going to be convicted. So 
So it starts with you. And I think it started with us here. Man. And that's where, that's what's been cool. Just sort of changing the story, I guess you could say. And bro, can I just add on to something that you just said when you mm -hmm. as you were talking, that people, you know, know you as this in the past, but they come to find out John, a leadership guy and all of that. That was already in you the whole time. Yeah. That was already in you back in high school. Mm -hmm. God never puts anything new in us. <laughs> Everything right. that we are, that we are, we already were. <laughs> Everything that we will be, we already were. And so when we, we're the ones that are discovering and unlocking the revelation of who we really are, as Michelle Obama, you know, that's one of my favorite books. We're becoming, yeah. right? We're becoming. And so that I-N-G, the suffix is a continual becoming, you know, and what you're talking about is the becoming process. And a lot of people, they're like, wow, I didn't know that was you. Did you, you said that it's the new you or you changed. No, we didn't change. No, this is really not even the new us. This is just another chapter of who we already were in our book, in our story. You just saw chapter one. Mm -hmm. This is the next chapter. This is the next phase of our development. I don't believe in evolution from monkeys to humans, but I believe in the word evolution. What I mean by that is you should always be constantly evolving. <laughs> right. You should. We say it all the time. We you should always be leveling up. Uh, uh, somebody from my church asked me the other week, John, what do you mean? What you, I saw some of your posts that say level up. What do you mean by that? <laughs> it, it, you know, and they're an older person. So I, yeah, so I, yeah. you know, they don't understand the, the lingo, the 20, you know, the millennial where we're at, but I try to explain to them and tell them all that means is that you're growing. Mm -hmm. If you're not leveling up, if you're not going higher, if you're not going deeper, if you're not being challenged, the only person that does not grow should be the person that's not alive, mm -hmm. that's not breathing. If you're breathing, you're supposed to be growing. You're supposed to be moving. You talked about your kids, man. I, When we started this podcast, I was in a season of transition. <laughs> like I have a, a six-month-old son. I have a five-year-old daughter. I have a wife. But if you go back to when we started the podcast, I was in transition. and the podcast was a part of my process in that season that I was in uh -huh. that saved my life. Uh -huh. It was an outlet for me to continue to press through, even though you're going through hard times to continue to press through, even though you're going through uh, some tough tribulations, some, some wins and your life is literally going, you don't know what's going on right now. You just know that I have to get up tomorrow and have to put one foot in front of the other. And I've got to keep going. And so we would get on the podcast every week and we would encourage our listeners and our family and our audience to be the leader that God had called them to be. We're still living real life ourselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're not exempt yeah. from we're not exempt from from the kids getting sick. We're not exempt from going through troubles and hard times and in transition. And so it was really uh, are you going to put your your money where your mouth is? You know, you're saying all these things, but. It's one thing to say it. It's one thing to post it. It's one thing to tweet it. But it's a whole nother thing to live it. And those of you that are listening to this, this is really an authentic podcast. We live what we say. We live by the principles that we give you guys. 
that we are literally living this. And a lot of times I feel like we go through things and experiences that we've been through. So we can't be a help to somebody else that maybe when you're listening to this, you don't have to go down the same path. You don't have to make the same financial decisions. You don't have to go down the same routes. You tuned into the episode that said, hey, man, I can change my life. I can be better. I can level up from any walk of life because I tuned into the Unscript Authentic Leadership Podcast. Amen. Before, I don't know when we're closing this out. Before we do, though, I need you to know from one brother to another, I appreciate you. So this first hundred episodes has been amazing. Absolutely. But what's been more fun is just doing it and forming that brotherhood. We were friends when we started. Yeah. And I think we were forming a strong friendship when we started. There was just an automatic respect when we started. But through the year, last two years, and through the grace of needing to change schedules for each other and yeah. and needing to give the other person grace when you felt like when maybe one person was doing something you want to do it or you would have maybe yeah. one of us would have made it look this way but we were fine that it looked that way that kind of thing and one person took this role and the other and we never we've never had an argument which yeah. that tells you is that we both had lots of grace as we grow and learn to let the other person lead them with lead as well. Yeah. And so I just want you to know, I have so much respect for you and uh, just appreciation. And I, I'm super excited for the next, whatever, however many episodes we roll through, it's going to be a bunch. Absolutely. And so um, I just want you to know, it's been a complete blessing doing this with you. And uh, I'm just really excited about the next step and, and keep moving forward. And things will we'll change things up and so forth. But, yeah. but the one consistency will be that we'll both still be there, building, growing, continuing to push forward for the mission. Thank you, man. Let me say thank you for those kind words. And let me say, um, I feel that way and more about you, bro. As I as we the episode will drop on Hollis. I think I said it on there and I'll say it tonight. Um and I can't help but be who I am. I'm a preacher, so I, I reference the Bible a lot. The Bible says the brother um, is born for the day of adversity and a friend loveth at all times. You've been consistent, bro. And through every season, as you said, we've had grace and uh, you've had grace for me. You've had respect for me. And I honor that. I appreciate that. Um, I think a lot of people, um, they look at shows that have uh, two hosts as our show and the host may get uh, along well on camera, but off camera, there's friction, there's tension. Uh, if you remember the uh, ES- ESPN tandem, Mike and Mike, mm-hmm. and how successful that show was, but it ultimately ended because people found out off camera, they hated each other. They looked mm-hmm. at each other's guts. That is the total opposite of what you see here. When you see John and I on this camera, you see off camera. We do life together. We're brothers together. If we didn't have a podcast, we're still going to be brothers. We're still going to be friends. And as you said, this is only strengthening our relationship. And I don't think people really understand because a lot of times um, people that have more than one host show doing a show, they're in the same room. They're in the same physical proximity. All of our shows have been virtual. Um, 
because of me changing locations, but also a, a pandemic and things like that. And we've never missed a beat, literally never missed a beat, you know, still find time to 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 put business where business needs to be, but not putting the business above the relationship. The relationship always comes first and the brotherhood always comes first. And that's what's always going to last. And I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate your family. You know, my family is your family. Your family is my family, bro. As you, as I tell your son, man, it's Uncle Love. It's mm-hmm. Uncle Love, yeah. And, you know, same way to my kids, bro. And so I appreciate you, bro. And those of you that are listening to this, we appreciate you all for mm-hmm. even accepting what we have to offer and really just being there for us, supporting us. And we, you know, definitely appreciate what you all are doing. Just continue to take this journey with us. All right. So what's the next steps for Unscripted? Let everybody know. What do we got? In, what do we got in the near future? Yeah. So cast the vision. We've already talked about it. Yeah, man. So I, I think that you all should be um, preparing yourself for a leadership conference. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Janiyad actually hit me up the other day, bro, about that, asking if we were still doing that. I said, absolutely. I even told, I said 2023, look for it. So I'll put it out in the atmosphere. Look for that um conference look for us as we move forward that i hope you all know by now unscripted authentic leadership is not just a podcast this is a leadership brand this is a business this is a company this is a worldwide global corporation and so the podcast is just a sector underneath unscripted authentic leadership and so stay tuned for what you've got going. I believe you'll see John and I getting public speaking engagements around the world, around the country. Stay tuned. I believe God has got some things in store for us that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of men, the things that God has prepared for the Unscript Authentic Leadership Podcast and the Unscript Authentic Leadership brand at large. I mean, we've got we've got so much vision, um, not just with the leadership company, not leadership uh, conferences, but real estate and just taking over, man, uh, helping entrepreneurs and bringing you all along with us on this journey. Mm. There you guys have it. Stay tuned. (laughs) Really excited about this. Super excited. I know my voice doesn't say it. I'm still learning to put some excitement in my voice. But guys, (laughs) we are so I'm just a chill person by nature. Yeah. We are so excited. Stay tuned for what we've got coming up next. The podcast isn't going anywhere. Boy, are we adding things to it. Absolutely. And listen, stay connected with us. Hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button on our social media at Unscripted Leadership on all platforms, our YouTube channel, Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast. And of course, you can get our podcast on any podcast platforms. And if you want to support our mission, help us take us further faster, join our Patreon family.com, patreon.com backslash Unscripted Leadership. Support us there. And man, just help us take this mission around the world. As always, we pray that you all be the leader that God has called you to be. We're here to build bridges and not walls. Bridges connect and walls divide. Until next time, God bless.